the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley here, and I wish you a very, very great and good Friday afternoon. 18th day of January, and uh, I want to tell you that... uh, About 8 million travelers are expected to hit the airports uh, over this weekend, and guess what? We've got a rise in TSA no-shows, and we've got a huge winter storm that's going to be impacting. And In fact, uh, I think in Chicago alone, they brought in 300 different dump trucks to try and keep the roads open and clear. So just want to tell you, number one, as we have a little bit of a warming trend until Sunday, that uh, nonetheless, if you've got some folks going and coming to um, be with you here in Florida, there could be some delays, no doubt about that. And uh, might be some challenges for some of the folks getting to some of the playoff games because the AFC champion will be determined as well as the NFC champion by the end of the weekend. And um, then we look forward to Super Bowl coming up in February. Well, a couple of things we're going to talk about during the first hour, and um, one is the March for Life. Huge event uh, has been um, unfolding in Washington, D.C. today. I'll talk about that in just a moment. And uh, I am excited because we are down to our last 12 days to sponsor. And I'm going to share some stories from uh, Lebanon uh, here for you, and uh, I'm going to ask that you would join me uh, with your support for Heart for Lebanon, and um, I really want to get this thing done um, this hour if we could. But uh, first up, uh, just want to tell you that uh, what a marvelous day. It was cold, it's overcast, and there's snow on the ground in D.C., but I want to tell you what, thousands and thousands and thousands, and I I don't have a number yet, but I'm looking forward to the number of people who made their way first to the mall, not far from the Washington Monument, for the 2019 edition of March for Life. Very, very special day as um, 
there's been an opportunity for us to make some headway in terms of people that are understanding about that unborn baby and that life begins at conception. And uh, this year, there were uh, just thousands of people there that gathered first for the rally, and then you have the March for Life walk. Now, this year's theme was uh, unique from day one. Think about that. Each and every one of us is unique. And we begin being unique from day one. The DNA, the fingerprints, everything. Absolutely mind-boggling as to the creation of life and the ongoing replication of life. Just, Just spend some time just thinking about it. What a miracle that is. The sub-theme for this year, we've talked about it with our friends and folks on the family a few days ago. Science is on the side of life. Science is on the side of life. So we started out, and uh, again, it was overcast and cold. And at the rally, there was a little bit of a surprise visitor. As the rally and speakers were speaking there at the mall on the Washington um, Greenway, which is now the Snowway, Vice President Mike Pence and his wife Karen made a surprise visit to the podium to to reaffirm their commitment to life and President Trump as he has uh, demonstrated his support by appointing conservative federal judges. And between that and the Supreme Court, uh, his legacy uh, is going to long live on past his presidency. And then uh, after they got done with the uh, March for Life rally, then they began the walk. They'll, they went over from the mall to Pennsylvania Avenue. And if you're not familiar with D.C., Pennsylvania Avenue is the main thoroughfare. Um, it runs from Georgetown past um, the White House all the way down to the Capitol. And so uh, every four years when you see the the president's entourage uh, after being sworn in uh, for the new term. And the president uh, will get almost to the White House and get out and walk a little ways with his family. That's Pennsylvania Avenue. So they're about, uh, and as you know, the Washington Monument is not far uh, from uh, the back of the White House. And so they'll come from that area on the mall over to Pennsylvania Avenue. Then they walk from Pennsylvania Avenue all the way down. They will eventually pass the Capitol. Well, they already did. I mean, the, the, the march was at 1 o'clock. So they uh, traveled down Pennsylvania Avenue. And the Capitol, um, they passed that just on their right-hand side. And those of you that know the layout in D.C., the Supreme Court is right behind the Capitol. And then they rally before the Supreme Court. And I want to tell you, thousands upon thousands were part of today's march, uh, singing those uh, slogans. So I'm always encouraged by that. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind, and I know there may be contrary opinions listening today, but the most vulnerable among us, and those are the unborn children. And I use children very deliberately. Those unborn children need and deserve to be protected. Science indeed does tell us. Ultrasound does confirm how soon these little, these little babies develop in the womb. 
But there's no doubt that science tells us that those precious little lives, all those little lives, they begin at conception. And that's a, a truth that was proclaimed today in the nation's capital. And remember that since 1973, my high school years, 60 million unborn babies have been aborted. 60 million children. A couple of days ago, I was sharing about the fact that we're not even having enough babies, Americans, to replace ourselves. Imagine how different our nation would would look if we had 60 million more contributing persons to this great republic. So here we are with the 46th annual March for Life making a statement today. And we are winning hearts. Those of us in the pro-life camp, we are winning hearts. Young people are are, are turning to be more pro-life each and every year. And I think the science is helping that, the, uh, the ultrasounds helping to do that. And uh, with that, um, this is one of those days that we are very, very excited. Let me give you another statistic, and that is there are fewer abortions today, and there are fewer places to get an abortion. The number of abortion clinics in America has dropped from their 1999, excuse me, strike that, 1991 high of 2,176 abortion clinics. Now we have, are you ready for this? 697. And that's uh, according to Operation Rescue. That is a whopping 79% decrease. Now, CBN News is reporting that, plus they're also reporting the yearly rate of the unborn kill in America has gone from more than a million in in the late 1990s to less than 800,000 these last few years, according to the Centers for Disease Control. The numbers of abortions are down. They've been coming down incrementally each year. That's an important point. The abortion clinics are coming down as well. And as we begin to maybe see on the horizon about unwanted pregnancies, especially those pregnancies that are a result of partying, a result of the, 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 the world we live in today, so many things in the social media world, video world, movie world, pornography world, just absolutely just stir up those passions. So, you know, it's time for us to always, we always want to be compassionate. Most, uh, I, I would tell you that the majority of you listening today, uh, you've been um, a part of or affected by a close friend or family member uh, or a spouse or a girlfriend with an abortion. 
And uh, depending on how we approach it, I can only point you to one source. And um, I am pro-life because of uh, my decision to uh, follow Jesus Christ, but also his teachings in the Holy Scriptures, the 66 books. So congratulations to those uh, in, in Washington who went, especially with the weather and the coldness. And I think the the sun has risen in the last hour or so, finally, for a little while, while they wrap up the march and their rally at the steps of the Supreme Court. When I come back, I want to talk about uh, how we can finish strong. But I also want to tell you that coming up in the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show today, we've got uh, a great hour lined up. First of all, Candy Cushman is going to be with me. Director of Education Issues and Initiatives with Focus on the Family. We're going to talk about student rights and religious freedoms in school. And uh, coming up is the annual, fourth annual or fifth annual, Bring Your Bibles to School Day. And we'll talk about uh, some of the schools and pushing back on that, which is unconstitutional. But that's coming up uh, during the, the first uh, half of the 5 o'clock hour. Then the second half, I am delighted because Dr. Ted Bear himself, the founder and publisher of Movie Guide there in L.A., Hollywood, with movieguide.org, is going to be with us talking about a couple of movies, the least of these, the Graham Stame story, and that movie you've seen the trailer, I'm sure, Glass, and a couple of articles. One, a tribute to uh, Shirley Boone, the wife of Pat Boone, who went home to be with the Lord, and also a critic of everything Christian in movies, and Dr. Bear is going to be addressing that as well. So that's the second hour. When I come back, open up your heart. I'm going to share some things about what I saw and the need on the ground in Lebanon, talking about Heart for Lebanon, the refugees who out of no fault of their own are looking for our help. I'm Bill Bunkley. And I'll be right back. Yes, yes, yes. If you snore, the first time you use mute can be quite an experience. (laughs) Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. You'll get all the air you need through your nose, not your mouth. And with less snoring, there's more chance of sleep. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Looking for term life insurance but have diabetes, high blood pressure, or on anxiety meds? If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, or have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost around 200 bucks a month. Affordable term life insurance is out there. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013 800-444-2013 or BigLou.com For affordable term life visit BigLou.com If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart download the OnePlace.com app the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. 
To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here. I know that you're thinking that you have just gotten off the cruise ship uh, in Grand Bahamas, but that's really not the case. Michael Miracle bringing a little mood music uh, to the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. We're going to talk a a little bit about some um, personal experiences in a moment, but we've been talking about the annual March for Life. And, of course, the, um, the political division in this country as well as the 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 arguments between the two main camps, pro-life, pro-choice, certainly um, has defined this issue all the way from 1973. We have uh, Jim in Odessa is going to be joining us. And Odessa is one of my favorite places because in Odessa, the very, very old Boy Scout camp, Camp Owen Broreen, is off Boy Scout Road. Some of you out there know exactly what I'm talking about. And when I was a young, younger man, many, many, many years ago in those college years, I was actually the ranger uh, out at the Camp Owen Boreen. So um, very, very, very uh, special place in my heart for Odessa. And, Jim, we're glad that you are with us this afternoon. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Good afternoon, Bill. I used to own a piece of property in Lakeside Grove Estates right there next to the camp, by the way. There you go. There, well, subdivisions <laughs> kind of encroached it and. I had to leave my my relationship with the Boy Scouts of America for some of the decisions they made. But for a lot of years, I was plugged in on a national board and here locally. And so that's where I grew up. That's where I went to summer camp when I was a little 11-year-old. But, but Jim, about I, I know, yeah, I know that's what we're, not what we're talking about, but uh, I was just reminiscing for a minute, if you'd allow me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my, my point is that, you know, the le- when it boils down to it, we're anti-abortion. The left is pro-abortion, but they won't admit it. They would not, on NPR today, they would not lower themselves to call the march today for life. They wouldn't call it that. They would call it the anti-abortion march. Yet, they take umbrage if you call their side pro-abortion. No, they, they, they pound their chest and say, no, we're, we're pro-choice. Well, choice for what? You're pro-choice to have an abortion. But they will not let us be pro-life. They call us uh, anti-abortion, and they call themselves pro-choice. Well, I tell you, Jim, there is no doubt in my mind, when you go to a a crisis pregnancy clinic, uh, our side is going to try to assess that uh, woman's situation try to demonstrate to her the life that is uh, within her body from the pregnancy and also to assess how they can help her 
if she will uh, keep her baby and um, assistance that she may need. But on the contrary, you're right. Let's be honest. When you go to a Planned Parenthood um, uh, place of business, they are going to tell the other side, the flip side of that coin, and they are going to advocate, hey, you know what, this is a burden. You may not have the money to raise this kid, and the father's not around. So you get all of that because their goal is to make you feel comfortable to abort, and crisis pregnancy centers try to make you comfortable to retain life. So you're right. Why can't we just be honest about it? Well, believe me, in my world in Tallahassee, my world in these issues, it's never equal. It's it, it's never the same definition, whether it's tolerance or whatever it is. And it's nothing but uh, but spin. And what you heard today was spin. That's all I got for you, Bill. Well, Jim, I appreciate you calling in. Good observation on your part. And uh, in love, just want to let folks know, make your decision, but make sure you have an informed decision. And, my man, thanks for being with me today. Yeah. All righty. Jim in Odessa. All right, let's uh, let's uh, lay it on the line right here. We're coming to the end of our campaign for Heart from Lebanon, and our new update this morning was: uh, first of all, uh, several of you contributed in the last twenty-four hours, and I want to thank you. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. The total is now 12. We have 12 more days to cover. We have, uh, you have just blessed me because I've not been with you for 9 or 10 months and came back on the 17th of December and immediately um, was trying to hook back up with you and uh, to understand my personal heart, my personal commitment uh, to raising the funds necessary to open up some new classrooms. And um, I've been watching this very closely, and I'm going to give you an update because the weather situation over there has been nothing short of horrendous. But I am asking you, one-on-one between you and I, Could you help us reach our goal this afternoon? You see, we started out with a goal of $10,200 that we prayed and thought and really sought guidance in that area. And now we're down to about $1,200. And to you who have supported us here on our answer stations, on our faith talk stations of, of Salem Radio here in Central Florida. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But we are now so close, we have 12 to go. If you would take one of these, being very serious, if you will just take a moment, it's Friday afternoon, if you could just pull off the side of the road, take your five minutes, maybe at home, maybe at your office, Maybe you've never given before to anything. But the three or four times that we really, we we really check out the ministries that we bring to you, 
three or four times a year, we believe it's important for us to give to someone else and to give back. And there's also a teaching component here for you, our family. And that is, you know, giving away to help those in need is uniquely American, I think. Now, there's other countries and people to give, but it's certainly uh, giving to people in need. This is what conservatism is all about. This is what adhering to a Christian worldview is all about. And it doesn't matter whether you are actively a Christian or maybe you're an atheist, whatever your station is. I respect that, but we need 12 people to step up to this station and to this host and say, Bill, I'll take one of those days. Would you do that right now? 877-943-9673. That's not the number to call. The number to call is 877-873-0190. That is... The, the donation line for Heart for Lebanon. 877-873-0190. We have 12 to go. Will you take one of these classroom days? I'll tell you about how that works in a minute. 877-873-0190. Let's talk faith.com. I'll be right back. Dot com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump's diplomatic efforts with North Korea are bearing fruit, with the president now planning to hold a second summit with North Korea's uh, Kim Jong-un next month to address the country's nuclear program. Today at the 46th Annual March for Life, Vice President Mike Pence was among the speakers, offering the administration's full support for the pro-life cause. President Trump also appeared via pre-taped video message. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders disputing a BuzzFeed news story that says President Trump told former lawyer Michael Cohen to lie to Congress about a Trump Tower project in Russia. Earlier, the president accused his former fixer of lying in hopes of reducing his own jail time. On Wall Street at the close, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 336 points at 24,706. The Nasdaq up 73, the S&P 500 up 34. This is SRN News. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. By now you've heard or seen the Gillette Razor commercial that depicts one of feminism's stereotypes about men. In the ad, men are lined up behind barbecue grills. In another scene, boys fight with each other and are eventually separated. Then there are boys who look more like girls than boys. Draw your own conclusions from that one. There's been an assault on masculinity and what it means to be male since the 1960s. Remember when feminists advocated giving girls trucks and boys dolls, thinking this would help eradicate the difference between male and female? It didn't. It's all part of the same effort to emasculate men and make them subservient to women. Where in modern culture is the man who is a faithful and loving husband, a good father to his children, and who displays integrity in all he does? Absent. Instead, we get predatory males, rapists, adulterers, and worse, if that's possible, on TV and in movies. At the same time, the feminists disparage men. Many complain they can't find men who will commit to them. You can't have it both ways. I'm Cal Thomas. 
For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. When you found me, I was so blind. My sin was before me, I was swallowed by pride. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday afternoon, 18 days into January. And uh, very, very honored. I don't take it lightly to be with you here each and every afternoon. Well, I want to share some final thoughts about Heart for Lebanon. And it's uh, not just uh, another campaign for me. It's it's very close to my heart. And uh, I particularly want to give a challenge out to the moms that may be listening this afternoon because what's happening with these children and with the moms who were able to escape the unthinkable, the undiscussable, the horrible, uh, maybe, maybe the moms, you know, I have, I have that picture when a, when a storm comes in and you've got that farmyard. And you see that mother hen, and she has young chicks. And there's always been symbolism in seeing how that mom gets around her baby chicks to protect them, to lead them, and to guide them, and and to not leave them. That is the story of the horror of the largest humanitarian crisis since World War II, according to the U.N. A lot of times I don't agree with the U.N., 
but I do agree with them in this instance and for that statistic. So you can imagine when I flew into Beirut, and by the way, I got to be honest, I was looking over my shoulder every, every minute I was in country. I was praying that because I was in a place that was contrary to my spoken opinions, my written opinions, a place that is under the rule of Hezbollah, major terrorist organization propped up by Iran. Very concerned that uh, even if you were to Google my name right now and go through the first several pages, you know, you'll find not only my life view, my Christian worldview, but my support for Israel, which is not well received in Lebanon. But it was important. It was important because before I got sick in February with the leukemia, I shared a lot about my horror that Bashar Assad, the leader of Syria, his troops, and his war effort, that they would actually bomb their own people and the several confirmed chemical attacks on his own people, the searing gas. And so when I was uh, approached about going to Lebanon to be able to hear firsthand and conduct interviews with the women and children, two million who fled for their lives with the clothes on their back, the fortunate ones, the blessed ones that made it to safety. And now... They are stuck as stuck can be in the camps. Right now, and I'm going to tell you more about what Heart for Lebanon does in addition to the classrooms, but would you help me this afternoon? We only have 12 left, and I need to to close this out this afternoon. Moms particularly, I need you to call. 877-873-0190, and would you please, please take one of the last 12 slots, the days, to provide for the Christian education, to provide for the materials, to provide a great lunch so that when that youngster goes back to the refugee camps and there's not much to eat, certainly not enough to stay nourished, that that lunch goes a long way. But I, I want you to know that in all of my humanity, backed up by faith in my God, I, I am appealing to you this afternoon to help me close this out. You know, we're only 18 days into January, and uh, when I got the news that right there in Lebanon, of course, is uh, bordered on the Mediterranean, and before our barracks got bombed with the Marine deal many, many years ago, a lot of Western Europe came to Beirut. It was the the Middle East Riviera. I mean, that's where they came to go, the beach, to be at the resorts. But not one, but two heavy, kind of like what we're seeing right now in America, back-to-back winter storms. And these folks, these moms and kids, they're living in huge tent cities, big tents with UN on the top of the tent. Storms wiped out 
many of these tents. The high winds were like high gale force winds. You know, when we get those summer winter storms, may, we may have high winds Saturday night again. May have some severe weather. Keep in mind there, you know, you have the canvas tent, then you have plastic sheets that are used to separate between the weather and the families huddling inside. That's, that's all they got for insulation. It's plastic. They had just snow everywhere. And then when these storms came in, then some of these camps that are right along the Mediterranean, they got flooded. It's freezing outside, snowing outside, and next thing you know, you got you're the mother with the hens with the children and you got freezing water everywhere and you have nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. And some of these children, I got to tell you, I held them, I looked at them. There's basically no medical care uh, outside of the relief organizations, but there are at-risk little boys and girls. But i got to tell you that some of them, because of your support for the classrooms and those that supported us last year, you have the HOPE educational program, and you know what? That is just a lifesaver to those who are so fortunate to be chosen to take part. Now, I'm going to keep giving you that telephone number while I'm talking, and if you would would help us wrap this thing up right now, 12 more uh, was all we needed as of this morning. Would you call right now, 877-873-0190, and just tell them you want to stand with Bill Bunkley. You want to give them an opportunity uh, you want to give the operator an opportunity to put you down for $98 or more because you want to make a difference. And I guarantee you we have thoroughly checked out this ministry. I guarantee you I would not have taken the chances to go in the Lebanon had we not done our homework first. This is a very, very worthy opportunity. But I want to tell you when those storms hit and tents were blown over and these women and children were exposed, Heart for Lebanon jumped into action. I got reports that within a day or two, the Heart for Lebanon team was delivering blankets, delivering heaters, bringing bread to the families most affected and families who were exposed directly to the elements and to the cold. And I got to tell you, the, the ministry programs... Uh, the Heart for Lebanon. Let me just tell you what else they do, because this is a this is a this is a cooperative effort. They conduct Bible study classes. I sat behind forty Muslim women dressed in black as they were being ministered to by the women staff members of Heart for Lebanon, sharing the gospel, giving them hope. And again, these are, these are women and moms where their husbands have been dragged away. Their teenagers have been dragged away. I mean, to say a group that's been to hell and back, this is them. And I got to tell you, being in their presence humbled me. Of these strong women who are, 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 are standing with their children. How important it is to bring them the truth. Bible studies. New ones have been added. They have evening prayer meetings in the camps. There are discipleship programs that 
are taking place in the south of Lebanon where I visited the, the farm where Heart for Lebanon is ministering. And, and, and in that location, these people are, are living in old stalls of horses and, and cows and sheep. It's not a very inviting place. But in those areas, they're, they're having discipleship programs in the night. They're giving them hope. Same thing is happening in the Bacaw Valley. i got to tell you, these people have been through so much. When you call 877-873-0190 and take one of these classrooms, you are answering the prayers and the needs of people who are very hungry to receive good news. And i got to tell you, they hear about Heart for Lebanon, and they want to they, they get their children into schools, but it's only a limited amount of children based on what we can raise. You know, the gospel of Jesus is a message of love and forgiveness. In the culture of the Muslim culture, so much of it is an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. There in the Middle East. So I want to tell you the 2019 model that motto that you can be a part of right now by calling 877-873-0190. You can be part of our team right now and be part of our 2019 motto is that Jesus came to fix what was broken. And you know when you take a day or two or three or four days of this classroom as these kids progress, they are going to be sharing love, a contrite heart, and humbleness. And I got to tell you, sitting, sitting on a on a carpet in one of the rooms in a huge UN tent, only divided by other carpets. And for me to go visit these women and their children, it was it was a life changer. Need your help. 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190. It's so important to hear from you this afternoon. And as I sat there with my recorder, interviewing these women through the interpreter, and just looking in the eyes of these moms with their children sitting next to them, and hearing their testimony of the horrors they've been through, can we not find the generosity in our heart to, well, quite frankly, to part with $98? I went to bring back the testimony to you that this is a worthwhile opportunity, not only for our station, proud to bring the word back to Salem Radio and my colleagues around the country that are helping, but more importantly to you. Would you either go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, take at least one of these days for $98. Hey, take all 12 if you can, or call us at 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190. If the lines are busy, call back. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Can solid teamwork building principles apply to all of life? 
Here's Pro Football Hall of Fame coach Tony Dungy, author of The Soul of a Team. In my book, The Soul of a Team, SOUL is an acronym, and the S in the acronym SOUL stands for selflessness. The O is for the word ownership. Those who really own their roles on a team or in the workplace not only are present, but also remain positive. A few years ago, James Robertson, a 56-year-old factory worker from Detroit, made national news after his city newspaper featured a report about his 46-mile daily job commute. It wasn't merely the overall length of the trip that caught the media's attention, but the fact that Robertson had to walk about 20 of those miles. He rode a bus when he could, which covered the rest. His attendance record, so good that his supervisor said, I set our attendance standard by this man. Though Robertson couldn't afford to replace the car that had died a decade before, he said he never considered not showing up for work. He not only took pride in his job running an injection molding machine, but he also said he enjoyed working with his teammates. A suburban banker had seen Robertson walking along the side of the road many times as he was driving to his own job. One day, he happened to park and get out of his car just as Robertson passed by. They struck up a conversation, and eventually the banker shared Robertson's story, which eventually was picked up by a reporter. Robertson inspired so many people that a GoFundMe account was set up in his name, and a local car dealership even donated a new vehicle to him. What I love is Robertson's positive outlook. Even if the banker had never stopped to talk with him, I have no doubt that Robertson would be continuing to make the daily trek to the job he loved. He was present and positive every single day. Tony Dungy, best-selling author of The Soul of a Team, from Tyndale House. More at CoachDungy.com. Mary, Queen of Scots, was the Catholic Queen of Scotland for 25 years in the 16th century. During her reign, a Scottish clergyman named John Knox helped to lead the Protestant Reformation and established the Presbyterian denomination in Scotland. And Mary is recorded as saying she feared the prayers of John Knox more than the efforts of 10,000 soldiers. She must have been familiar with James 5.16, where James writes that the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. If there is a nation or a neighborhood you want to win for Christ, begin by praying. It's what the devil fears the most. And this is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover how God answers prayer on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. If you're an athlete of any kind and you know about joint pain, muscle pain, and even arthritis, nearly half of all Americans suffer from some kind of pain due to chronic inflammation. Here's legendary golfer and Anatoblock ambassador, Fred Couples. This is Fred Couples for Anatoblock. It's been great for me and could be for you too. Anatoblock is a breakthrough supplement scientifically proven to quickly and effectively reduce inflammation and get rid of your pain fast. For me, Anatoblock has been phenomenal. I started taking Anatoblock and within a few days, I simply started feeling better. Anatoblock was an amazing find for me, and I continue to feel better. Call 800-845-1537 to try Anatoblock for free. Anatoblock is now looking for real-life testimonials for anyone who has back pain, muscle pain, or painful arthritis. Just call 800-845-1537 for details. Call today at 800-845-1537 to get your free supply and get out of pain today. That's 800-845-1537. Again, 800-845-1537.
Bill Bunkley here. We're back, 877-873-0190. If you would would stand shoulder to shoulder with me this afternoon and um, take one of the last remaining 12 days of education and all the other work, the relief work that Heart for Lebanon is doing to uh, essentially women and children uh, in Lebanon. And um, my last just thought or two is just to tell you i have been um i've been in china i've been in cambodia i've been in ecuador i mean i have been many places over the last 12 13 years of my tenure with um, salem radio going in and uh doing fact finding uh, expeditions and coming back and helping various relief organizations but i got to tell you to see the humanitarian disaster in Lebanon, which is comprised of women and children, I will never be the same. And I'm hoping that there's moms, there's women listening today because of that. I hope you would just be moved that this is such a unique situation in the politics of the Middle East, the shutdowns here in America, uh, refugees on our southern border, another thousand or so leaving Honduras through Guatemala to, for another confrontation. I just hope that today I've been able to um, surface above the noise of the world and um, just ask that some of you that could do this one-time contribution of $98 by calling 877-873-0190 that you would do that. Uh, quick uh, breaking news before I want to talk about something you can probably watch Sunday night, and that is uh, just got word that I believe Ron DeSantis has, um, sus- has uh, you know, those appointments that uh, were made by uh, Governor Rick Scott the Friday before the inauguration. Um, we just uh, learned that Governor Rick DeSantis has retracted 46 appointments. Uh, and those are the ones that, uh, quite frankly, um, were the ones suggested by Governor Scott. So we'll see how that plays out. Sunday night, uh, and I know that I think it's going to be raining Saturday, but I think the bad weather in the front, including the cloudiness, I think it's going to clear out. But we've got another very rare lunar eclipse that's going to be happening Sunday night. This one is called the Super Blood Wolf Moon, and it's going to be um, happening all across America. Now, according to NASA and CBN News, the eclipse is going to go for about four hours. So what you want to do is to see it begin, you want to be out in the backyard, front yard, wherever there's not a lot of light, at about 9.36 Sunday night, 9.36 p.m. Sunday night. And it's going to end about 1.50 a.m. Monday morning. And um, I want to tell you that the total eclipse, it's going to be a little late night, the total eclipse is going to be 11.41 p.m. And it will last for 62 minutes. Now, the reason why this is named, uh, this long name, first of all, supermoon is a full moon that appears bigger than normal because it is at its closest point to Earth during its orbit. The moon's going to look real big. It's also a wolf moon because our Native Americans used the term to describe the first full moon 
of the new year. And then it's a blood moon because, this is what's going to be interesting, another one we had a few last year. The moon appears to be reddish in color during a total lunar eclipse as the sun, the earth, and the moon all line up. And as you know, and CBN News is reporting in recent years, the number of blood moons have really captured the global attention. And, um, you know, I just want to, you know, the, the, the event really gets scheduled all the way back because the Scripture, the Christian and uh, uh, New Testament Scriptures, talk about this. In Joel 2.31, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord to come. See, one of these blue moon, uh, uh, blood moons plays in the prophecy. In Acts 2.20, the sun shall be turned in the darkness and the moon in the blood before the great and notable day of the Lord. And then in Revelation 6.12, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. That's going to be happening on a Sunday night, and if the front moves through, interesting to uh, catch that. Well, coming up in the second hour, we've got uh, Miss Cushman is going to be with us from Focus on the Family and talking about uh, religious freedom, uh, Candy Cushman. And then Dr. Ted Bear himself will be with us in the second half of that hour, founder and publisher of Movie Guide, and going to be talking about a couple of new movies at the theater, so be sure to tune in. And last but not least... Would you join me right now? $98, tax deductible, one-time gift. We'll take care of a classroom day. We have 12 more to cover, and we must wrap it up today. I need your help. 877-873-0190. 877-873-0190. You can also give securely at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Please give. Please give. I'll be over on AM 570, AM 910, and 102.1 in Lakeland. Hope you come over and spend the second hour with me. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork, or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day, with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at Let'sTalkFaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. On the anniversary of the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision legalizing abortion in the U.S., pro-life marchers gathered in the nation's capital urging that the Supreme Court ruling be overturned. 
These March for Life participants told SRN News that they are encouraged by the strength of the pro-life movement. I always find it so heartwarming to see the huge crowds and just find that you're not alone. You're not the only one that thinks this way. You're not the only one that supports President Trump. This is my first time coming to the march, and uh, we are here to be a witness for life, and it's encouraging to be around other witnesses. It gives people strength and courage to go forward. In taped video remarks, President Trump tells supporters of the rally that they have a champion in the White House. As president, I will always defend the first right in our Declaration of Independence, the right to life. The president's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, says reports from BuzzFeed that President Trump told former attorney Michael Cohen to lie to Congress are categorically false. It's the first official White House response to an unconfirmed report from BuzzFeed News that the president instructed Cohen to lie to Congress about the construction of a Trump Tower in Moscow. In a written statement, Giuliani calls Cohen a criminal and a liar and suggests he can't be trusted. California Democrat Adam Schiff, the new head of the House Intelligence Committee, calls the allegation most serious and says we will do what's necessary to find out if it's true. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Mothers, sisters, and aunts who lost loved ones in Nicaragua's violent repression of anti-government protests last April have united to seek justice for their relatives. Called the Mothers of April, they follow in the footsteps of mothers throughout Latin America who for years have demanded answers to their children's murders. On Wall Street, the Dow by 336 points. The Nasdaq rose 73. The S&P advanced 35. Oil up to 53.83 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, this is Alexander Green, Chief Investment Strategist for the Oxford Club. Just for a moment, I'd like you to picture the perfect stock. No doubt it would have hundreds of billions in revenue, more than IBM, Facebook, and Google. It would probably be a leader in cutting-edge technology like smartphones and robotics. It would be on the verge of dozens of blockbuster announcements. But most of all, it would be ultra-cheap, trading at less than $3 a share. Now, it may seem crazy that such a stock exists, but it does. It's a cutting-edge tech company that has made deals worth hundreds of millions of dollars with Nokia, Microsoft, and Cisco, and a $29.2 billion deal with Apple. It's set to create 50,000 new jobs right here in America, and Donald Trump even calls it the eighth wonder of the world. Yet you've likely never even heard of the stock. Why? Because it trades under a secret name. To find out why the secret $3 stock can help you retire, simply go to onestockretirement.com. That's onestockretirement.com. Talks to end Britain's Brexit stalemate appeared deadlocked Friday with neither Prime Minister Theresa May nor the main opposition leader shifting from their entrenched positions. Former British Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson says Britain has the potential to get a great deal with the EU. I say to everybody who believes in the democratic freedoms of this country, we are more than up to it. We've got so far. We're nearly there and we must not give up now. And Johnson believes the government must stick to the deadline of leaving the EU on March 29th and not try to postpone it. All this vacuous talk of extending Article 50 is only is, is dishonest, but of course it's also weakening our negotiating position once again. Prime Minister May has been meeting with party politicians to try to find a way forward after her European Union divorce deal was rejected by Parliament this week. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The European Union is insisting to keep agriculture out of the EU-US trade negotiations, despite Washington's wishes to include the vast sector. EU Trade Chief Cecilia Malmström 
says cutting agriculture out of the trade deal will help talks to run more smoothly. Why did we do this? Because we think this is a focused trade agenda that can be achieved quickly, that would make two-way trade across the Atlantic easier. We would help avoid an escalation of our trade tensions. Malmstrom warned that she is also preparing a target list of American products that will hit with punitive tariffs if the Trump administration goes through with its threat to impose tariffs on European auto imports. Tobacco-friendly Virginia is preparing to raise the age limit on buying traditional and electric cigarettes from 18 to 21. Leaders in the General Assembly say they are backing legislation to raise the limit for all tobacco products, citing the rapid growth of teenage vaping. Virginia-based tobacco giant Altria announced support. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley here, and I am excited to be with you this afternoon. It's the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, you probably haven't had time to plug in all throughout the day, but I have. And it has been absolutely exciting watching uh, first the March for Life rally uh, with the surprise guest of uh, Mike Pence, our vice president, and his wife Karen, reaffirming their support for the pro-life movement, and also for, uh, on behalf of Governor, uh, Governor, on behalf of President Trump, and his appointments uh, to the federal bench of conservatives, and uh, then once the rally was concluded, they began their march from the mall uh, over to Pennsylvania Avenue, just off the off the mall there. And then they walked down to the uh, United States Supreme Court, right behind the Capitol. Thousands upon thousands, boy, an absolutely stellar turnout. And so it's been a blessing to watch that unfold today. Now, coming up in the second hour, first of all, we're going to go out to Colorado Springs, Colorado. Candy Cushman's going to be my guest. She's Director of Education Issues and Initiatives for Focus on the Family, and today we're going to be talking about Bring Your Bible to School Day. That'll be our first half hour. Second half of the half hours, uh, we're going to head out to Hollywood, and I'm honored because Dr. Ted Bear himself is going to be with us, founder and publisher of Movie Guy. He's going to be talking about a couple of movies, the least of these, The Graham Stame Story, which opens February 1st, and Glass, which is opening that and a couple of articles. You don't want to miss that. So I'm Bill Bunkley. Going to take a quick break. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Welcome to It's a Big Deal. That's right. The 2019 Manatee County Fair is a big deal. And you're the winner. Enjoying all that tasty good fair food, odds and crafts, youth livestock competitions, live entertainment included with admission. And those thrilling midway games and rides. 
the 2019 Manatee County Fair, January 17th to the 27th. It's a big deal. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. Is it lawful to have religious material displayed in the workplace? This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. My question is, I work at a facility that is not government-owned, and they do not allow me to put up religious emblems or religious saints in my cubicle where I work. And I was just wondering whether or not they have the right to make me take these things down. If they allow personal artifacts, personal posters, uh, reports, these kind of things, artwork to be hung in a cubicle area, they should not uh, say yours is inappropriate. A number of years ago, there was an attempt to create what was called by the EEOC then a religious free workplace, but there was a huge outcry against that, and the end result of that huge outcry was those regulations never went into effect. So, no, you should be in great shape there. Let me get you in touch with our lawyers at the American Center for Law and Justice, and we will uh, get some information to you and see if we can help you out. Find out more at ACLJ.org. That's ACLJ.org. We're back. Bill Bunkley here, and I want to remind you that you have an opportunity to help us close things out for our Heart for Lebanon. We've only got about 12 of those days left, 
And uh, we just thank you for those who gave in the last 24 hours, but uh, remind you that you could help us take uh, the victory lap sometime this weekend if we can finish this up. $98, a one-time gift, is going to provide a classroom day uh, for these refugee Syrians, refugee Iraqis, two million of them, uh, moms and children, had to flee uh, into Lebanon. And, you know, I was there a year ago, October, uh, notwithstanding the presence of the terrorist organization, the Hezbollah. But, uh, hey, I made it in and I made it out. I know that uh, Salem was excited about that. But uh, right now, I need your help. I need you to help us to help my kids. And these are kids that have seen some awful things, uh, their fathers being killed, their, their teenage brothers and sisters hauled off. And it's basically moms and younger children. 52% of the 2 million are kids. So we want to, we can't help all of them, but we want to help a few. 18 new kids coming into the classroom, Heart for Lebanon, Christian organization. Is gonna, it's a Christian school. They're going to get a Christian education and one great meal a day. So if you will, call right now, 877-873-0190, 877-873-0190. Would you please take one of these days, one-time gift of $98? You can also give securely at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. One of my favorite segments of the week is uh, this next segment because uh, there is no other organization doing more on so many levels uh, across the nation as Focus on the Family. And that website is FocusOnTheFamily.com. And today, uh, one of the things that's close to my heart is uh, the whole idea about religious liberty, particularly among kids, public school, and we're going to talk about that. My guest today is Candy Cushman, and she is the Director of Educational Issues and Initiatives uh, with Focus on the Family. She is a national expert on this and other uh, educational uh, issues and, and controversies, uh, both in uh, public and private education. Uh, also very much engaged with the homeschool movement and homeschool and ex- uh, initiatives. She keeps an eye on um, all these, uh, these unfortunate incidents when uh, kids are exposed to sexual content without any knowledge of their parents. And, of course, that leads to parents' rights. And then uh, we have, uh, you know, the censorship. Well, you can't have a Christian, you know, a club on the campus because it's not open to all. All of that, she's such a resource to help us understand that. She's also the founder and facilitator for Focus on the Family's annual student-led Bring Your Bible to School Day, which you're going to find out that's our focus with Focus on the Family Day. And this is a program that empowers kids to bring their faith to school in a respectful way. Uh, in just four years, uh, we, they started out with a head count of about 8,000 kids, and now it's more than 650,000 heading toward a million. With that, Candy Cushman, good to have you with us this afternoon. Well, it's wonderful to be with you. Thanks for that kind introduction. Well, I'm excited to have you with us. Uh, of course, uh, for disclosure, my son uh, is enrolled uh, in a uh, Christian school here in Central Florida, but uh, I am very much interested and, of course, uh, Candy, I'm also president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. So okay. uh, in Florida, I work with the legislature that's about to go in session. And this whole idea of student-led prayer, see you at the poll, bring your Bible to school day, all of these are things that we support what you're doing here in Florida. But you know what? 
how how is this thing really taken off in just four years to have over half a million kids involved? You know, that was a surprise to us because when it started in 2014, we just did a, a small test launch, and then the very next year it jumped to 155,000 and just kept going up. And I think that the reason that's happening is that it's really resonating with kids that there's a way to celebrate in a positive way, in a fun way, the fact that they can be authentic about their faith. They don't have to be ashamed about expressing it. They can do it with just a simple first step, like bringing their Bible to school and talking about it with friends during free time or reading their favorite scripture with someone at recess. And it's something easy they can do. It's a great first step toward learning how to be confident in their faith in public. Um, And and they know they're not doing it alone, that there's thousands of kids across the country doing that very same uh, same thing with them. And I really think that's why it's taken off the way it has. Uh, we, We couldn't have predicted this, but it sure is encouraging to see it and to know that this is the next generation. You know, even though it often looks so dark in our country, you've got these thousands of kids that are going to be our next leaders, so we can take heart in that. Well, I want to tell you that uh, the whole idea about bring your Bible to school day, uh, fortunately here in Florida, uh, and even by way of the last elections last November, uh, we have a uh, social conservative, conservative governor, uh, we also have a conservative-controlled Florida House of Representatives and Florida Senate. So we do have some individual pockets where things, uh, you know, well, not, you're not bringing your Bible in here. We will have some things from time to time. But basically, because of uh, the political leadership, we don't get the pushback like uh, a lot of other places uh, around the country. In fact, I will tell you, Candy, that uh, a little off-topic but just a few days ago, a uh, representative from Jacksonville, Florida, uh, she's a Democrat, uh, she filed uh, a bill uh, that would require um, historic study of the Old Testament and New Testament and other faiths, if, you know, if it with, encompasses it as well. But the idea of having elective classes uh, studying the historical aspect of the Bible uh, as part of our public school curriculum, now whether that she just filed it, whether it gets through the process or not. I thought I'd mention that to you because that's probably going to be a bill you might want to keep on Google to see how we do. But let's talk about the states that uh, or the school districts that are not so open. And by the way, if you're just joining us, it's uh, Candy Cushman with us from Focus on the Family. Make sure you put this website down, focusonthefamily.com, focusonthefamily.com. I always tell folks the Bible has every answer for every issue in life, but I will also tell you that the follow-up help in many of those issues, most of them are covered by Focus on the Family, and you can do some research and connect with them as well, focusonthefamily.com. Well, I know that uh, you were bringing me up to speed that there was a Huntington Beach, California school that's now being sued because a couple of students were just uh, passing out some innocent flyers. Hey, if you want to, bring your Bible to school. And they didn't like that promotion. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, it's interesting that we started the new year with several cases where students are having to fight for their right to just do very basic things to express their faith. And one of these cases are two little boys who wanted to participate in Bring Your Bible to School Day last October. Um, It's 8-year-old Nika and 10-year-old Micah, and they're at the heart of this lawsuit. And what happened is they 
they knew thousands of kids were going to be participating. They wanted to be part of it. And so they asked permission to put up posters and just um, distribute a little invitation flyer to their friends during lunch or recess. And they were told they couldn't put the poster up. And then if they thought they, they were told at first from a teacher that they could distribute flyers. But then when they started doing so, they were immediately shut down and eventually told by the principal, this is all according to the lawsuit, that um, distribution of religious materials isn't allowed and you, you can't be giving flyers to other students during recess or lunch. And the problem with that is that the boys knew about other students that had been uh, distributing other things, like invitations exactly. to chess club and, and art class. And, and you really can't discriminate against um, some students and tell them they can't distribute things but allow others to do that simply based on a religious perspective. That's viewpoint discrimination. Um, and really, when you when you stop the distribution of, of or you tell little kids they can't share information during free time, you're basically stopping them from ever doing any kind of student-led event or expression that's meaningful on campus. Um, and, and the courts have backed up numerous times kids' rights to do student-led events and distribute information. So I'm optimistic about the, what the results of this are going to be, um, that the outcome would set a great precedent for making rights even more clear for other students. Um, but we can definitely be praying for this family right now as, as they take this courageous step to make sure the freedoms are there for other kids that want to participate in the event at their school. Mm. It's amazing because uh, every time I hear one of these cases, I sort of tongue-in-cheek ask myself, okay, now what was that Supreme Court case interpretation that led to uh, clearly understanding that you can't pass out a flyer about the bring your Bible to, to school. And then uh, all the way over here toward our coast, you've got, the, you know, that Pennsylvania high school. And uh, they're saying, you know what, uh, they, they want to ban Bibles on campus. And, oh, by the way, if my son went to this school and uh, he wanted to give out a couple of Bibles to his friends at lunchtime, uh, you know, that is just so inappropriate. And I think the important thing I'd like you to speak to, uh, Kenny Cushman, is, you know, when, when those kids, when, our, when, my kid, when, my young, when my son goes out the door, I'm entrusting him for six, seven hours, whatever it is, in the hands of someone who is shaping his character for a lifetime. And I believe that those on the left, we, we have, first of all, let me just say, we've got some marvelous teachers marvelous teachers and we even have good teachers that they and i and candy may have a difference of opinion but they're very good at at not you know um uh infusing their values uh, in a way that where a student has to adhere to the values if everybody wants to go along to get along but then you have these other uh, teachers who are just right out out there being activists and, uh, you know, the funny thing is uh, no one, there hasn't been a Supreme Court, a judge, or a federal statute that says anything about barring Bibles on a school. And then what happened to just freedom? Uh, if you want to give somebody the Bible, talk about that because this just uh, continues, and this is why we have so many organizations that will jump on this and file suit. But uh, it's a shame that we're still fighting these battles in America. Right. I mean, you would think after the fact that multiple courts all the way up to the Supreme Court level have clearly established kids' basic free speech, uh, speech, uh, free speech rights, 
to do basic things like give a Bible to a friend, um, say a prayer over lunch during lunchtime, uh, meet to pray before and after class, even though this has been established multiple times, and even the Department of Education, the U.S. Department of Education, has put out a memo explaining all these rights very clearly. Despite that, we still have these challenges happening every year, and it just illustrates why it's important to have things like Bring Your Bible to School Day just to remind people of what those rights are, because when you don't put them into practice, it's really easy to lose them. And so I think that's why, you know, that at a basic level, that's why that's so important. Well, I want to um, tell you that we're talking with Candy Cushman. Uh, the topic today is student rights and religious freedoms in school. And, of course, she's the director of education issues and initiatives at Focus on the Family. That website's focusonthefamily.com, focusonthefamily.com. Got about three minutes left, and so uh, I always enjoy this word, tolerance. I mean, th- this word certainly has lost its definition, in, in, or at least in now the dual definition, because tolerance means either no tolerance or one side has to be tolerant. The whole idea is is that the intolerance movement in America is basically against not only religion in general, but particularly as Christians and Jews, right? Well, you keep hearing that word tolerance, don't we? And what these kids with their Bibles are hearing is you got to put that away because it might offend someone. Um, we can't have anything that will offend anyone. But what that ultimately translates into too many times is just this eradication eliminating any semblance of any kind of mention of anything religious, any kind of religious expression the kids want to have voluntarily. And that that's not being tolerant. That's actually being hostile to religion, which, which is against the First Amendment um, and, and ultimately becomes its own religion, doesn't it? You know, uh, sec- oh, yeah. being a secular, yeah, secularized state religion. Well, I mean, the last thing I point I want to make, and I want you to make it, and that is the fact that we still have a constitution, and I just got to say, I guess on a partisan level, that I am encouraged by the conservative judges that the current president is putting on the bench. We'll see how the Supreme Court uh, judges work out. Uh, sometimes they don't. Uh, but I, I, wanna, I want you to just speak to the fact that right now, even though you have to litigate it, even though you have to sometimes get tough, we still have a right to free speech and religion in America, and our kids need to know that, our parents need to know that, and and talk about that because that's the first line of defense. Well, in the First Amendment, it talks about that you can't prohibit the free exercise of religion or freedom of speech and that you can't have the state um, enforcing a religion, which I I was talking about when when you're actually being hostile, Mm -hmm. you're actually almost enforcing a form of atheism or secularization. Um, So our Constitution is actually very clear, which is, as you said, why all these students are winning when they make the courageous decision to stand for their rights. So even though there's concerning things happening and there shouldn't be these challenges, at the same time there are are these signs of hope. The fact that these students are willing to speak up for their rights and their families are backing them, the parents are backing them. The fact, as you said, that we have these encouraging things happening, these appointments in our court system, I think there's signs of hope um, that, that God is in a lot of these things that are happening and he's moving in the next generation. So that's what gives me hope. I'll tell you what, amen, amen. 
Well, my guest uh, today has been Candy Cushman with Focus on the Family, and uh, she works uh, directing the educational issues and initiatives. And today we've been talking about student rights and religious freedoms in school. And there's a lot of resources on this, especially if you begin seeing this to raise its uh, its head in uh, the school of maybe your children. You can go to FocusOnTheFamily.com. FocusOnTheFamily.com for this issue and a whole host of others as a great resource. And we just absolutely praise the Lord for our relationship with our, our friends there in Colorado Springs. Well, Candy, we got to go. But as always, thank you so much for being with us and hope that you have a, a great weekend. Don't bl- break your leg on the slopes out there and uh, hope to see you real soon. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. That is a Candy Cushman. Now, coming up in a moment, we're going to go from Colorado Springs out to uh, Hollywood, California. And uh, for the first time in 10 months since uh, I had to get sidelined here with this old leukemia, Dr. Ted Bear himself, the founder and publisher of Movie Guide, is going to be with me. We'll talk about a couple of movies and uh, also about uh, a critic to Christian movies. All that's coming up on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't miss a single moment. I'm going to take a time out, and I'll be right back. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump's diplomatic efforts with North Korea are bearing fruit, with the president now planning to hold a second summit with North Korea's uh, Kim Jong-un next month to address the country's nuclear program. Today at the 46th Annual March for Life, Vice President Mike Pence was among the speakers, offering the administration's Full support for the pro-life cause. President Trump also appeared via pre-taped video message. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders disputing a BuzzFeed news story that says President Trump told former lawyer Michael Cohen to lie to Congress about a Trump Tower project in Russia. Earlier, the president accused his former fixer of lying in hopes of reducing his own jail time. On Wall Street at the close, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 336 points at 24,706. The Nasdaq up 73, the S&P 500 up 34. This is SRN News. Thank you for calling American Bullion. The phones are ringing off the hook right now at American Bullion. With wild swings in the stock market and worries about heading into a worldwide recession, cautious investors are quickly shifting part of their portfolios into physical gold and silver for the time being. Don't get caught by surprise like so many did 10 years ago. Protect your retirement before it's too late. Call American Bullion right now to learn about their hassle-free process of moving any portion of your IRA or old 401k into the long-term safety of gold and silver tax-free and ask for your free copy of american bullion's original gold guide the only one recommended by former principal deputy director of the u.s mint red jepson call now 800-648-49 that's 800-648-49 call american bullion now get the best gold guide and start protecting your retirement account call now 800-648-49 everybody's doing it and everybody's 
is making money at it, except you. You're losing holiday business to your online competitors, and you don't know how to get in the game. Talk to us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness, even if you have none, and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales coming out of this season. We can design and implement all of your online marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your online advertising and sales. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now, there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround, increasing sales dramatically. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. That's surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers. It's long, over a 1,000 chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. So, who's going to do what? Flashlights? Nowhere to be found. Emergency supply kits? Not packed. What about blankets? We have an old towel. Cell phones? May not work. Emergency water? Not a drop. Perfect. We all know where we're meeting if we're separated. The library. On Jones House. The bus stop. And I'll be waiting here wondering where you all are. Great. It sounds like we don't have a plan. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, we're back on this Friday afternoon, and I am super delighted because this is the first time I've had a chance to uh, speak and kind of figuratively break bread with Dr. Ted Bear. Of course, he's the founder and publisher of Movie Guide. It's literally been about 10 months since we've had this opportunity, and I am uh, so honored because uh, he uh, and his organization is just just absolutely buried getting ready for the annual Movie Guide Awards our presentations and, of course, the, the television production to be filmed. But uh, he took a, a few moments out to be with us this afternoon. Dr. Ted, it is so good to hear your voice a minute ago, and welcome back to our program. Well, it's great to hear your voice. This is the good news of the new year. So uh, I was looking forward to this. And, of course, anytime you're looking forward to something, lots of other stuff happens. So that's <laughs> the nature of life. But anyway, we love you dearly. And uh, I wish I could get you to come to the award ceremony, but I know you've gone through the Valley of the Shadow. So you've been in our prayers constantly. 
Yes, I got about three to six months. I was at the cancer center today and got one of those little things happening that uh, happens in a rejection type of thing with the transplant, but it's all good, all expected, and everything's fine. But, yes, I will tell you, I will be at uh, your gala. It won't be this year, but I've missed it far too much, and I'm looking forward. Now, speaking about the gala, tell us a little bit about this year because – we're going to talk a little bit later on about we've got some people that are bashing Christian movies, but you really do the yeoman's job. You and your organization is is the the the, the, the mission team on point, not only ministering to Hollywood about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, His redemptive qualities, but also you are our chief advocate. Tell us about that varied role. Well, we we do two things. One, as you know, uh, but your audience. Some of them know as we help families. Now, the reason we help families is twofold. One, you know, I've tried to teach cognitive development theory, media literacy. That sounds pretty academic, but I was head of a department at City University of New York in the late 70s. So we try to help parents teach their children to be media wise, and it's worked. It works very well. So, uh, and all over the world, it works. Uh, but part of that is so that they vote for the good and reject the bad when they get to the box office. So there's a lot of, of uh, bad. There's less bad than there was when we started Movie Guide in 85. Uh, in 85, 82% of the movies were R-rated. And now it's uh, uh, less than oh, around 40%. And when we started, there were six family films. Now there are 40 films. And the gala is one of the ways that we reach Hollywood. We tell them, look, movies with Christian content last year, I'm giving you uh, pretty close to this year's figures. Uh, I have, uh, you know, make around 60 uh, uh, million at the box office. And movies with anti-Christian content make around uh, 9 million at the box office. So you make more money with Christian content. You make more money less with less sex you make more money so we tell them all this at the gala and they come back and now hallmark wants to broadcast us and now all the tables are full and now people who are the head of big studios and uh, you know say can i come and they all want to be comped and i say no you got to pay for it so uh, uh you know i said bill bunkley is the only one that i will comp in the whole world so uh but they want to hear this. And the fact of the matter is that the number of movies I keep thinking it's going to plateau uh, is now this year at uh, 67% movies with positive Christian content. And if you look at a friend of mine's movie, The Grinch, um, it's got more Christian uh, content than ever, and it's more of an evangelistic film than ever. Spider-Man, I was just with the directors and writers of Spider-Man, and uh, that's, um, you know, that's got, uh, it doesn't have any foul language, it doesn't Mm -hmm. have any uh, uh, nudity, and of course, because it's anime. So what are you going to do? except for maybe the piggy spider. But it does have a a tremendous amount. It talks about a leap of faith. It has reconciliation with the Father. So there's so many movies out there that what used to be an easy job, oh, can we find, I mean, there was a year that we could only find five movies to put in the top family movies and about three or four to put in the top mature audience. Now people are making those movies. Now people are sending us those movies. Remember last year we talked about Boss Baby, the director of Boss Baby, and I went to 
lunch, and he mm-hmm. said, you know, every other review was mediocre, and Rotten Tomatoes was mediocre, but Movie Guide gave us a great review, and they ended up making over $520 million at the box office. Uh, the head of uh, the company makes Despicable Me, which just did The Grinch. Uh, Despicable Me got lousy reviews, and then we gave it a good review, and it uh, made $340 million. So we're here to... Uh, you know, to help Hollywood by showing them how to make more money and then to help parents by showing them uh, how to teach their kids to be media-wise. And then if they vote for the good, we win the battle. We're winning the battle. And that's one of the few areas of life, Bill, that the battle is being won. You know, I'm my wife li- listens to uh, news, Fox News or somebody else, mm-hmm. and uh, she's always saying it's bad news. And she was in an operation on Tuesday. You know, she's been on chemotherapy for yes. 24 years, so she yeah. has major operations, and the doctors are always very negative. And then she has a miracle and lasts uh, until the next major operation. But, um, you know, the news is just uh, terrible. So I have good news for you. There are more good movies. There are more movies with Christian content. Of the top ten movies, you know, a nine out of ten movies are movies that you can watch. Six out of ten are movies that are Movie Guide Award winners. Out of the top 25 movies, there's uh, none of them with perverse content. It's absolutely incredible. So we do all these numbers, which takes a lot of work, and uh, we give them to the studios, and the studios uh, love our report to the entertainment industry. That's a praise the Lord times 100. Boy, that is just great news this afternoon. And by the way, if you're just joining me, that familiar voice, Dr. Ted Bear is with us himself. He's the founder and publisher of Movie Guide. And uh, let me give you that website. Remind you, they are a 501c3 ministry. And I know many of you uh, refer to their guide for the movies of whether they're acceptable or not for you and your family. Remember that they are a ministry, so please keep them in mind and help support them financially throughout the year. Their website is movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. And coming up on uh, Mrs. Bunkley's favorite channel, which is the Hallmark Channel, I'm excited because they're going to have a, a nice platform for this year's Movie Guide Awards, and we'll tell you more about that in the days ahead. Got a couple of movies that we want to review from the expert, and the first one up is the least of these, The Graham Stains Story, opens February the 1st. Could you tell us about this one? But it's a very, very well-made movie uh, for uh, a movie made by a friend who met me in uh, India because we have an affiliate in India uh, who actually does a big gala. And actually, the biggest singer in India came to Christ for the gala. So it's they're very similar to what we do. And at one point, he was programming a 50% of the TV in India. Imagine a Christian wow. programming. But there's a lot of persecution of Christians in India and in the Middle East and in the Far East. As you know, and uh, we hear it all the time, this was about an Australian missionary, but he was a a medical missionary, Graham Staines. Um, He moved his family to India. He was in a remote area of India. Uh, He took care of the lepers. He started a leper colony and uh, um, took care of uh, other people who needed care. Uh, and lepers were shunned in India. This was only a couple of years ago. This was not a long time ago. Hmm. And uh, a reporter, uh, Banerjee, got everybody upset by Grand Staines. He wanted to show that he was paying people to convert. He was never doing that. In fact, his right-hand man uh, never converted, uh, who had leprosy, and uh, and Graham took care of him uh, until this happened. And uh, 
the Hindus in a small village uh, go after him and his two sons. So that's a powerful story, but the powerful story comes after the tragic event, which is the story of reconciliation and grace and God's love that comes. But every day somebody's being persecuted in India. This is so well constructed that I urge people to see it. It's a wonderful movie. Um, Stephen Baldwin pays uh, Graham Staines. Uh, you know, one of my sons lives in Australia, so don't uh, take Stephen Baldwin's uh, Australian act. Uh, But the rest of it is really good. All right. And again, that is uh, quality four stars. Dr. Barrett said it was very well made. Uh, Content is minus one. You can get details on that by drilling down on this movie at movieguide.org. Well, the next one, I tell you, I don't think that I'm going to see it, but uh, it certainly has, uh, its trailer has been playing very prominent here in Central Florida. Let's talk about the movie Glass. Well, the, the scariest part about this movie is it's really awful, and Unbreakable was pretty good, and Split was pretty good, but uh, was not as good as Unbreakable. But Glass is just uh, awful. It's about three different men with special abilities who are put under psychiatric care because the psychiatrist doesn't believe that anybody has superpowers. They all think they do. One of them... Uh, is a vigilante hero. The other one's called the Beast. He's got 23 personalities. These are sort of bad guys who are heroes, so it's, you know, taking the uh, extreme. But it's just terrible writing and direction. I mean, if you had to ask for what's frightening, which you said for this movie, uh, it's depressing, It's uh, the writing is bad, the direction is bad, some of it is just uh, confusing. So I think it's a waste of time and money. And... Um, I can't say anything good good about it except it's only two stars and it's only minus two. It's not going to kill you if you're mature, but it's you know it's something that I would avoid because it's not worth the money. Well, I tell you what, there's still uh, an overflow of movies still at the box office from uh, Christmas time, and so I would Christmas New Year, so I would very much recommend staying away from this one as well. Now, I want to remind you that uh, you can get the the absolute complete report on glass or any other movie in some many other entertainment venues go to movieguide.org go to movieguide.org and remember shame 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 if you heard me remind you that you've got to have their app downloaded on your iphone or your android device because in our family i don't know that we make great plans to go to the movies it's hey can we get the movie in this afternoon and i want to even though we talk about them I use those apps all the time to make sure I'm on on target with what I thought uh, my understanding of a movie was. So movieguide.org is the website. Download the apps. Now, one of the great things about Movie Guide is the articles. And uh, just a couple of days ago, we were saddened with the loss of Shirley Boone. And, of course, the wife of Pat Boone. And, boy, I don't know. He's just kind of like that ever-ready battery. He just keeps on clicking. Uh, You see him on TV all the time uh, on the products that he endorses. But she went home to be with the Lord at the age of 84. And, uh, you know, Dr. Ted Bear, these are friends of yours. Well, Pat, yes, they are very close friends, and Pat's been to every gala, and we've, uh, and he tries. He's coming to this gala, so we're, you know, and um, we hope he's going to be to all of them uh, as we go forward into the future. And Shirley uh, has been suffering from uh, uh, health problems for a long time, so we talk about that. We talk about uh, the problems, and uh, mm. you know, she's. She's probably blessed beyond her wildest dreams by being with Jesus and at the heavenly banquet or 
you know, and uh, we're just, uh, Pat is, uh, anybody who's left behind is always uh, devastated by it, uh, but she she's in a better place, and she's, uh, she's in heaven, so mm. what better place could there be than that? And Pat uh, did a little tribute to her, a video tribute, which was just beautiful, and he used a clip of him standing at Movie Guide with her, so it was it was absolutely wonderful. And of course, um, Shirley, the children were all successful singers. Um, you know, Shirley Boone was uh, uh, the son of daughter of country music artist Red Foley, and uh, you remember Red Foley? I remember yes, I do. I'm, yes, yes, I'm I do. that old, you, Martin. I'm getting so. too old. I'm too old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And Pat will be at the gala, and uh, he's been emailing me almost every other day. So that, that's uh, he's a man of God, and I'm sure they're all happy that she's delivered from all her pain and suffering. Well, I tell you, I'm amazed because he is, uh, you know, he's one of the guys I look at that I want to be as I continue to answer God's call with uh, what I believe to be an extension of my life to to do nothing but to serve him. And uh, when I see those guys out there doing as much as he's doing, it really is a great inspiration. But uh, anyway, we got an article about that at movieguide.org I want to recommend. And then, um, I don't know how to set this one up, Dr. Bear. We've got someone who uh, has uh, decided they are the spokesperson that all Christian movies are just terrible. Now, you're the best right. person to refute that. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about this guy? <laughs> well, the guy is a you know professor somewhere in mid-America, which is a good place to be. Mid-America is wonderful. They're the people who make the good decisions to support the good. But he doesn't understand films, and he doesn't understand the, the movie industry, certainly. I mean, if M. Night Shmalian, if you can pronounce his name differently, that's fine, uh, can make a lousy movie. Anybody can make a lousy movie, and sometimes you, you make a great movie, and sometimes you don't. Uh, uh, some of the greatest filmmakers have made really terrible dogs, and Alfred Hitchcock made a couple of them. He's my favorite director. Um, so Christians, you know, they're no different. They make good movies, they make bad movies, but if I had to take a genre, I'd say they do more good movies than, let's say, uh, um, you know, I'm going to be very blunt here, than the uh, sexual movies, more good movies than the uh, homosexual movies, more right. good movies than the uh, communist movies. You want to see lousy movies, you know, I've spoken in Russia and spoken in Kiev, and um, communist movies were generally terrible, although there's some really good ones. So, in Battleship with Duncan comes to mind. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, the, the movie industry is a tough industry. It's tough to make a great movie. It's tough to be a great artist. Not everybody's going to grow up to be um, Leonardo da Vinci or to be uh, uh, Picasso, for that matter. And and it's just a, a wrong statement. But by the way he said it, it's like Christians should give up. And he doesn't understand that movies are for an audience. All movies hit the same plot points. I was just talking to a friend of mine because one of my friends is a trailer cutter for Disney. And he took a movie that was totally clean and he found something with a kissing scene in it. And I said, why'd you put this in the trailer? He said, because this is the rule of the studio, that i got to put a kissing scene, i got to put an action scene. So all these things are supposed to tug at your heartstrings, and they've got a cookie-cutter result. So if you can make a great movie, 
you know, like I can only imagine, in the midst of all the rules and regulations of making a great movie, it's like being an architect. My wife's an architect. If you can do great architecture in the midst of all the rules of building a building that's not going to fall down upon you, um, so that's one of it. One Another part of it is we need movies for, for different things. You know, I was head of a department at City University of New York. My father uh, did movies for years. Not only did he do great movies that won the box office award, but he did industrials for companies like AT&T. He did uh, commercials, and um, some of his commercials are still running. Uh, they all have their sphere. They all have a place to go. Not all of them are going to be great. And if somebody decides they're going to make a movie for uh, for uh, for the church to help them be encouraged, bravo. You know, we need radio. <laughs> it's just like radio. We need radio people who are at every different level. And to be that arrogant that thinks, well, they're not all making uh, – whatever you want to put, the sound of music or whatever your standard is. Um, well, nobody else is making sound of music, so forget that. No wonderful mm -hmm. life. Nobody's doing that. So the guy is just uh, bloviating. He doesn't understand the movie industry. But what I wrote the article to counter it called Call to Create Christian Movies and Entertainment is to encourage people. I want to see more people making movies. Some of them will make great movies. Some of them will do movies that are worthwhile, and some of them won't. But uh, they can all find a niche, and there's a niche for everybody because it goes all the way from commercials to industrials to educational. Gosh, we did educational since 1948, and not when I was there, but at the City University of New York, and some of those were just lectures by boring people like Henry Kissinger, Kissinger that you couldn't understand, <laughs> and they were just a straight lecture. So uh, does that mean you don't do it? And this is insane. You know, I hope somebody is videotaping his lectures, the guy who wrote the article, and I hope he doesn't sit there and tell the guy that using a foul word, which he did in the article, that the guy's a fool for uh, taping his lecture. Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe the guy's a fool for taping his lecture. Hmm. Well, one thing he's not doing is that uh, he is not having the audiences with uh, all of the executives in the movie industry here and around the world. And uh, we got about a minute left. So, Dr. Bear, uh, what about your schedule this year? Are you going to be uh, not only traveling the country, but uh, various places around the globe in your ministry here in 2019? Well, not only am we going to travel all over the globe, and you know, I'm, I'm, I was supposed to go to Indonesia last year, and then they had an election, so they put it off till this fall, and uh, I'm going to be lecturing throughout the United States, and also uh, we're taking a group to Israel in May, and if you want to find out Amen. more about that, kind of, Amen. Uh, so, you know, which is fun, and we're going to give it a little bit different twist, because I uh, shot four films and set up films for Paramount and different people in, in Israel, so there's a lot of... Uh, films about it and uh, a lot of great films that will uh, be elucidated by going to the site. We're going to sites that nobody else goes to. So all of these things uh, were, were packed out uh, but the best news is it's always great to be home and to be able to do your radio program and it's, uh, and the better news is that you're you're doing well. So if anybody wants to find out, go to movieguide.org movieguide.org that's movieguide.org, and Dr. Ted Bear has been my guest today. And uh, in addition to uh, considering financial support for movieguide.org, please keep uh, uh, Dr. Ted Bear and uh, his wife particularly uh, in your prayers. Uh, she has just uh, had uh, a remarkable, remarkable uh, run with, uh, with her challenges, her health challenges, and uh, 
we just want to continue to just bathe not only this ministry but this family with our prayers. And Dr. Bear, it means a lot to me because I know this is the season until the movie guide awards uh, is in the can and produced and finished. I know it's tough to get you, so I appreciate uh, you spending some time with us today because you're right in the midst of uh, getting all this done. Well, you're one of my favorite interviewers, and uh, I love you. I think you're great, so you're my parents. Thank you, Bill. Well, I want to see you soon, my friend. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. All right. Have a good weekend. That'll wrap up this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. And again, we have been so blessed to be watching the March for Life uh, throughout the day here, monitoring that, and uh, just great to see all those folks on the mall in D.C. But that'll wrap things up for my show. Next week, the Florida legislature is meeting in committee meetings, and I'll keep you up to date with that, as well as other things, of course, in my role as president of the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission. Until Monday at 4, have a great weekend. God bless and good night. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>